every time I see them, I'm very, like I said, I see them every year and it's always sort of by accident and I'm always just like, there they are! And it makes me feel like it's Christmas. The tree twins are so fabulous all the time. It really rings in the season with so much joy. All right, ready? One, two, three. I don't remember the next card. A tannin bomb, the one before me. Brilliant. It was beautiful. Hello, Heather Knight. Happy holidays and all the much happier after returning from the most festive apartment in San Francisco, the home of the Tree Twins. Yes, you got to go to their Potrero Hill home, which is decorated with like 5,000 Christmas trees. But I got to go out with them in addition to North Beach recently one evening when they went out there to um, surprise and delight passersby with their sparkly Christmas tree outfits. And um, you just heard some sounds of the craziness of the Tree Twins in North Beach. You know, I love them, and I can't state that any stronger. Um, It's just everything that we love in a story in San Francisco, which is two people who craft (laughs) and, left to their own devices, create something joyful for the city and just try and share it with everyone as much as possible. And I love that it's just kind of like once a year, so that every year, maybe around end of November, we're going to get the Tree Twins. Yes, I almost feel like they should become the new substitute hosts for Total SF because they could just replace us when we're on vacation. (laughs) They are so fun and um, amazing and definitely personify what Total SF is all about, just being weird and celebrating the whimsy of San Francisco. And because this is a Heather Knight podcast, you also got some breaking news out of this. Now, you've already written a column, which we'll share on Twitter But um, the Tree Twins were anonymous, and now they're comfortable letting us know who they are. Yes, they've been uh, wearing matching light-up Christmas tree costumes for seven years, and no reporter ever figured out who was underneath the trees (laughs) until now. So um, they divulged that they are a married couple named David Sweeney and Michael Morris. David works for a shoe company, and Michael Morris works for Chronicle Books, and they have been married for years and years and years and live together in Potrero Hill and have always loved costumes and Christmas. Follow them at Tree Twins, and you can see each night where they will be. They're out through Christmas Eve, so you've got to find them quickly. Well, David and Michael are the best. Um, In this episode, they talk about their origin story, how they became the Tree Twins, the good and bad neighborhoods in San Francisco for tree twinning. Apparently, there are some that are better than others to go out as a lit-up Christmas tree. (laughs) And in our lightning round, this is the um, lightning round of all lightning rounds. People will love the rain to your question. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. The Tree Twins, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Welcome to our home. You are currently not dressed as Christmas trees. You're dressed as your regular selves, but there, mm-hmm. we are surrounded by Christmas trees. <laughs> How many trees do you have in your house? Um, this this year we went a little deep into the pocket, and we have ten uh, full size Christmas trees up in the house at the moment. 
There are probably five or six more in storage. Yes. Oh, my that goodness. We could never fit all at once, so they are um, going to remain in storage <laughs> this season. But we did find this home just to accommodate the Christmas trees. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Was that a consideration? It oh, was. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that before. <laughs> did you tell your real estate agent, find me a place that can hold a lot of Christmas no, trees? No, believe it or not, we're in an, this is an apartment. This is oh. an apartment. We've lived here for 20 years, and we still rent. But we... Again, it's not the only place we live, but... Um, Where else do you live? Uh, we, we have a small, modest home in Palm Springs. Oh, wow. Um, oh, nice. That we bought right before the pandemic. and uh, Worked out perfect. It's got a pool, and um, <laughs> we spent most of the pandemic there, but then come back in the winter, because I don't want to be Palm Springs well, in the winter. We, the trees play better here yeah. than they yeah. in Palm Springs. Have you Springs. done them in Palm Springs? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've made them there. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've yeah, constructed them. <laughs> So the Tree Twins have become an iconic part of San Francisco's holiday season. You guys have been going strong for seven years. Mm-hmm. And as I saw the other night being out with you in North Beach, people just freak out when they see you. And everybody yeah. knows who you are. You're big on Instagram. What do you think of all this? Can you believe it? And why do you think it's caught on so much? I would say I love it. I can't believe that it's not bigger based on how long we've been doing this. But I am very appreciative of people who take you know, who enjoy it and who do follow us. Um, uh, but uh, I think that um, it's it's really what we wanted it to be right now in that I feel like people know who we are on certain... Hit- Bernal, everybody knows who we are. Like, they scream our name from street corners or they come running out of their houses like they did last night. But in other parts of the city, they have no idea who we are. Really? And never heard of us. Um, and I think that that's a good balance. I don't mm-hmm. want everybody to know who we are. I mean, <laughs> they've got to all be happy to see you, right? right? Well, I would hope so, right? Well, but that's the mission, right? The, the mission. mission is to be on the streets, surprising and delighting, even in our well-known territory of Cortland Avenue on, on Bernal. We, we had the perfect situation where we were coming down the street and there was a couple sitting right around the corner and as we came around, you just heard the gasp of like, what's this? And that's surprise and that's what it's all about. (laughs) And we talked to them for 15 minutes and they were absolutely lovely. And that's the whole point is to kind of like engage, cheer up and make people feel good. I think yeah. the young lady told us she was like not feeling that great today, but we literally made her yeah. day. That's a thumbs up for us. Yeah. yeah. What's the origin story of the Tree Twins from Acorn to where you are now? How, how did this start? <laughs> we were going to Dance Party, which is a coffee TV show across the street, across Cesar Chavez from where we are. And it was, um, they encouraged you to come in costume. And so, we would cross the street in 80s where whatever, it's kind of boring, I'm not a big 80s person. Um, but they started getting more creative, like let's have a Christmas dance party or a Halloween dance party. And we would make costumes to try to get attention on that show because we were on that show maybe a dozen times and there's maybe 30 seconds of video where you can see us in the distance. Oh, I know that show well. Yeah. I know I know the OG dance party oh, well, you ba- know, back in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Some of those people we're still in it yeah. in the version that they just recently did. And they were very territorial about it. <laughs> and they were always charming. It was always fun to talk to them. But like it was clear we were the outsiders. And the show never put us on camera, ever, except when we had a ridiculous costume. And even then, it was for like a brief moment. So 
long story short, Christmas they episode. did a Christmas episode. I was like, how can we steal some focus? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I had always wanted to make a Christmas tree costume because I thought it would be funny. And I made one and uh, it was out of an inverted tomato cage with felt leaves, just like they are now. Very basic compared to this. Um, and David wore that. And I went um, like in sort of like a, um, a st- that was a stack of packages. So they were independent packages that could move oh, as no. I moved. You couldn't see my face. And um, the, it was very cool. The people who, we, when we walked across the street in that, like cars would like you could hear the tires screeching and you could hear people like what the you know and it was it was like amazing and it's that little bit of attention that you get that's suddenly like a drug and you're like oh how could i make this work now we got on that show we did we everybody enjoyed, everybody was nice to us they enjoyed it but we still barely got any airtime that was definitely like that first yeah. spark within San Francisco where we showed ourselves as like, you know, I mean, the trees were kind of, like, born from that concept. Yeah, and then next year I was like, huh, well, David got all the attention, and he was the tree. <laughs> and that doesn't really work for me. So He um, says nothing of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> the next year I was like, okay, we're going to do this again, but it's going to be draggier, because the first year it was just comfort shoes um, that you could dance now in. Now you have your heels. Right, now they're heels. Now there's <laughs> lipstick. Um, now there's a lot more rhinestones and glitter. glitter. And now it's super gay. Because I want it to be sort of a queer art project, and I want people to sort of confront this very strange queer vision in the street at random, and nobody has ever given us any resistance to it. It's always been, oh my god, I love this, like you heard the other night. Yeah, so much. Why are you so excited? Oh, just because we need joy. We need joy right now, and it's just so, it's so perfect, and it's just a moment, you know? It's wonderful. And it makes me happy. It's just like, you know, it's just like everybody's taking pictures and everyone's out. And it's just, we feel normal again, right? Yeah. Only in San Francisco would this be normal, right? Only in San Francisco. You know what? It's like, oh my God, we're San Francisco again. That's what it means. We're San Francisco again. And um, it's, it's just ballooned from there. It was one or two nights at first that we would go out. Yeah. And... Every time we went out, it encouraged us to go out more the next year. And now it is a full-on Thanksgiving to Christmas Eve event. And by Christmas Eve, we are exhausted. I bet. <laughs> it's a mess. So. <laughs> well, you revealed your true identities in yes. my column for the first time. Mm-hmm. You're a married couple named David Sweeney and Michael Morris, and you live in Potrero Hill. In fact, we're in your living room mm-hmm. as we speak. Yeah. Why did you decide to go public after going as Jingle and Tingle or Tree <laughs> One and Tree Two and refusing to ever say anything about yourselves? Well, I think it has to do with um, just it was never really like trying to disguise who we were. It was really just trying to make the trees and the, um, the concepts and the whole mission of what we thought the trees were be like the focus because it doesn't matter who was inside it was really about like being out there spreading cheer making sure that like people were just like feeling the holiday because everything is it's just the costume is a thin veil for what it's a thin veil for what I would call most people's true expression Mm -hmm. and that's what they see they don't see you they see, um, they see that joy. They see mm-hmm. that cheerfulness. And that's what we got people to respond to, and that's what we wanted to keep the focus on. Now, over a course of time, 
we didn't really garner any media attention until like last year. You were on Good Morning America. We did. We did do the. That's true. We did do the morning greeting, but that was like a quick kind of like a local TV station a reporter like picked us up like the first night last year, and within the two weeks between you know the th- two or three weeks, we were like doing one story right after the other, mm-hmm. and it just blossomed. Honestly, nobody could even tell you that our, most people can't remember our handle, like tree, at Tree Twins um, on Instagram, Twitter, and all of the social media. <laughs> um, but um, we wanted to just be simpler for people to enjoy. It's not about us. Mm-hmm. It's really about that message. Um, I think you did a good job, good reporter. <laughs> and we were like, you know, we, we trust you. And, you know, you're going to tell our story as non tree twins and we're looking forward to that and that's exciting but it's still we still hold on to the message that we you know described yeah well i see you out there it seems like uh i follow you and i it seems like you're out every night do you get tired i mean oh my god christmas eve are you just tired right now stoking your feet (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) um we are um i will tell you that uh I'm exhausted constantly. <laughs> um, I, uh, my, I mean, my job is hard, and David's job is really hard. And we manage people, and there's a million people like who need th- things from us every single day. And um, nonetheless, it's a drug. And once you get those heels on, and you put those sunglasses on, and the lipstick, it's a transformation. And the energy comes from the energy I get on the street. That is true. Like uh, that is true. Bernal Heights can like change your entire life when you're dressed as a Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> I don't know about any other time, but like when people start responding to you, it will give you eternal energy. I just had an idea. Yeah. We have a homemade Norton the It's It life-size mint it's it costume that he made and wears what, and what if the giant it's it that, sometime met that me? would be, we would come and find you that would be, that. Amazing. That would be amazing <laughs> and that's exactly what we look for like i you know we referenced it you know like it to get everybody to like be in some kind of costume and kind of like just kind of lift that veil um between like kind of being your protected self and then being like yourself that's in a costume where you can kind of act like a character and maybe act silly and play. Yeah. The, the Norton... The, the Named or- after Emperor Norton. Sure. Yeah. The, the origin story of that yes. was I, for one of my sons, um, they just on the fly needed for the 4th of July parade in Alameda someone to wear the Lumbert costume. Um, and it was 2.6 miles. It's the mm-hmm. longest uh, 4th of July parade in the world or something like wow. that. Um, but... I was exhausted, but yeah. I loved it. I like, yeah. was dancing. I mean, I was I was acting. I'm not an actor. I never wanted to be in a play sure. or anything. And all of a sudden, I was like, this part of me was unlocked. Yep. So I thought, we got to get the Chronicle to pay me to make yes. a costume. <laughs> yes. And we did. And I go around. It's this huge cardboard box. We had that. readers vote on which like San Francisco icon he should be, like Sutra Tower, uh-huh. the yeah. Leaning Millennial Tower. I think a broken car window was on this. They went with an it's it. We'll be right back after this short break. 
So we're at the mid-roll. That's a technical term, podcasting term for the middle of the podcast where an ad is about to play. But first, Heather, let's talk about our movie night, Zodiac, on January 19th. It's coming up. Yes, this is our Total SF movie night number 11. Can you believe it? And we are showing the Zodiac. 7 p.m. Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. That's weird to say. It'll be at the Balboa Theater. You can buy your tickets on cinemasf.com slash Balboa. Norton the It's It will be there. Our bagpiper friend Lynn Miller will perform. This is the social event of the season. Don't miss out. We'll see you there. Give me some mascotting advice if I want to take it on the road, because I've only been to the Balboa and at the Chronicle. Are there good neighborhoods, like in San Francisco? Are, are some neighborhoods better, or maybe even not better or worse, but different than others? Well, I don't want to get my throat cut for saying this, but <laughs> there definitely are, and um, we love all neighborhoods equally as tree twins, exactly. and we will treat every. We'll go to the Bayview, and we'll go to. Um, well, we haven't actually been to Pacific Heights in a while, but we'll we'll go to like extreme ends of mm-hmm. the city. We want to make sure we're accessible to everybody. But I will say, the Castro has seen it all, and they're <laughs> and not they really interested. I mean, they're they're very nice to us, but like the the reaction is like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just another night in the Castro. Right. Nice right. shot. <laughs> Thanks. Move on. Um, and uh, like little neighborhoods where you have clo- people who live close together have been better. Like, uh, I, I know I've said Bernal is amazing a couple of times, but... The Fillmore is one, you know, walking f- along Fillmore Street has been Columbus nice. Avenue the other night was great. True, Columbus, Columbus Avenue. Avenue was great. It's a nice mix of tourists and San Franciscans. And a lot of tourists who used to be San Franciscans who are like, oh, I miss this. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the places we tend to get completely ignored, Castro, um, uh... Uh, Market Street. Nobody mm-hmm. really cares on Market Street, um, but that's about it. Like, you, how's you just, the mission? Well, well, the mission is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be at, on. They're having some type of holiday stroll or something uh, um, on, in, on Valencia on Saturday. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna, try that. We're gonna test that when it's in holiday season. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go and you know you just you just kind of hit it on an off night, and you know and maybe the restaurants aren't open. And there's just not a lot of people on the street. So you try to coordinate so that you get, um, you know, a nice mix of people walking on the street. Uh, conversely, we have been, like at Union Square, where it doesn't feel as playful. Right. It feels more like one person after another just wanting to take, like, a picture mm-hmm. and so forth. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's 100% valid. And you put yourself in that scenario. It's the same reason when we were in New York City, we avoided Times Square. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just be characters. Mm-hmm. We want to, we want yeah. to, we literally want to play on the street. So if you, the preferred thing is to show in costume and let's oh bring God, on the It's It. People would go insane. <laughs> and, and, and dance with us. That yeah. would be insane. People would go insane for they the It's would. It and, with the Tree Twins. And, oh uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, and, but that's, you know, that's the thing about the city is that um, San Francisco needs to step up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we need to step up with our love of Christmas and our energy in doing these kinds of things. I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing anybody who just puts on a onesie, but that's not a costume. <laughs> it's just not. Oh, please. Like, don't put on a onesie and then tell me that you're a bear or whatever. It's not the same thing. Um, and when we were in New York, you know, because we, we did this in New York for the first time this year for a week, and 
even the the people ringing the bells, the Salvation Army people, were like dancing while they did it, and right. there was like so much energy behind it. And in San Francisco, I feel like we're we're laid back, and I love that part about us. But it's also like ding, <laughs> and, and the light, and the lights. I mean, even the whole. I mean, we've been in San Francisco for twenty over twenty years, and we come from the East Coast, and to see. You know, when we were kids, you'd just see blocks and blocks of Christmas lights and Christmas trees in the windows, and everyone would put that there. And they would put themselves out. And here, it's just a little bit more reserved. And I think New York City, since it's just so close to us, you know, in our minds, Mm -hmm. it was only a, a week or so ago, it was so vibrant and so lit that it just, you couldn't help but to feel the spirit. And so we don't really see it as a negative as much as we see it as a challenge. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Like, here's where other places can be, and we've reminded ourselves of that's how people, how high people can get, mm-hmm. and that we have the opportunity to do it here, and it's all within our own individuals to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So you decorate your house, we decorate our house, Peter decorates his house. But anyway, it's that's the whole point. So that's really, I think, why we enjoy it here is because I mean, we love San Francisco and we're inspired by so many people, the San Francisco twins, mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry, and just the, all the, the people, just the characters that you either see or used to see more plentifully mm-hmm. on the streets. We appreciate all of that, and that's what we are the sum of. Mm-hmm. And we just want to get that expression. You know, we want to see more of it. We want to see, see more. We want to see more. So more costumes, more um, more effort put into things. So therefore, <laughs> why that. we want to have the holiday parade? Yeah. You know, like let's have a Christmas parade. Well, you Let, pitched that idea to the mayor, right? Yeah. We did. And we, what'd she say? And she, uh, um, I don't know. Uh, she kind of I th- said, "I think she's going to think about it." <laughs> well, she sort of said, mm-hmm. "Well, he, she, she said she pointed to another gentleman and said, here's the money guy.' But I had just previously hit him in the head with the top of my star, <laughs> oh, and no. I said, "I don't think he's going to give us any." money after I just almost poked his eye out. <laughs> I think she's going to think about it and but she's going to think it's about the right it. thing to do. So out there, I've got to think there's unexpected things happening all the time. <laughs> what are what are some of the funniest, oh. strangest, most unexpected things that you've uh, you know, I come across? It's a good question. We... Uh, part, it, it kind of ties into why we're not anonymous right now because... Like, I feel like there's this worry. People see a costume character. They don't know who it is. That could be, frankly, a child molester. You don't know. Yeah, right? New York, I mean, New York think, Elmo. Right. I, mean, yeah. I yeah. promise you we're not. But still, yeah. like, um, I'm always surprised that people just hand us their kids. Right. And or we've started asking kids, can I pick you up? And like then we'll ask the parent, is it okay if we pick? And like some kids are so cute that you have to because you yeah. know it's going to be a good picture, right? <laughs> and we never see it, but we'll do it because we know it's a good picture. And... Um, I'm always shocked that people let us hold their kids. I'm always shocked that they people bring their kids to us with two hands and say, "Here you go." And I mean, it's not it's just a weird like boundary to cross. It's an example of an a thing that just seems strange because again, that costume, you know, 
it puts up a layer mm-hmm. that kind of like disguises everything and gives like freedoms that you just don't normally don't well, have. If the four of us were riding yeah. on BART right now, nobody is going to walk up and hand their kid to us. Right. That's preposterous. Right. That is correct. Right. So I could see where it feels a little, whoa, what's happening here? It's super weird. And uh, um, honestly, in this city, the strangest thing is that anybody talks to you. you know? <laughs> like um, that any stranger talks to you and gives you details and like talks about their life or is like just openly they turn into that like childlike sort of wonder and like my guard is way more up than that as a per- as a person not in a tree costume and i'm shocked that they just do that and i'm i'm very appreciative mm-hmm. it's not like a I'm not judging them but um, it's heartwarming actually i'm to to see people yeah, sure. just kind of be able to like melt and 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 say that like again you said like you said if the four of us were on bart we wouldn't get that melting heart but with the costume on it People, you know, they want to, it's like, you know, it's like they want to pull up the chair and tell you about their life mm-hmm. and, and, you know, tell you, you know, share their experiences with us. And that's exactly, it's full circle. That's exactly I why we enjoy doing it. I think writers could actually use that. So you oh, yeah. Well, the New York subway, it worked, if it can work on the New York yeah. City subway, which we were a little trepidatious about, then BART is going to be no problem. <laughs> the New York subway was funny because we, we, I was sitting there just trying not to look at anybody because it was just, I don't want to engage any, I've got a mask over my face and I know that this looks bizarre in the subway. And not me. Just, not David. Never not me. David. When the doors opened at the next station, I was just like... People would look at us and I would just say, welcome to the Holiday Express. And, you know, we would just, and people would get on and they would laugh. And then someone would take a picture and we'd pose. And then five other people would rush (laughs) over to take the picture and and so forth. I think think one of the stranger things that happens just to, just, it's occurring to me as you're you're all talking, is that um, when people come and kind of like hunt us down, you know, like they, they found out who we are. They're either with us or not with us on Instagram. Doesn't matter. But they've heard about us. And then they just, they, they, they come and find out we're going to be in Noe Valley or something. And then they come there specifically to see us. And sometimes they're sheepish about saying it. And then we kind of coax it out of them. Like, you know, oh, why are you here? And they'll, te- they'll tell us and they'll say, oh, well, I follow you on Instagram and we wanted to come meet you. I think that knowing how San Francisco's can be, that's so sweet Mm -hmm. and it's so thoughtful and that's exactly like also strange. Yeah. (laughs) Does that kind of experience give you hope that San Francisco hasn't lost its soul like so many people say and are you guys kind of a counterpoint to the Fox News view of San Francisco? I really hope so. I think that... um, I think that people here have so easily dropped that guard and so easily traveled across the city in the middle of the night or middle of rush hour, at least, to find us. Um, Definitely makes me think that the spirit's still there. We just need the encouragement to go out and do more. Mm -hmm. I agree. We're always telling people, like, join us. Like, make your own tree costume. Make a different character Mm -hmm. and join us. Make an... Emperor Norton, it's it, <laughs> and come dance with Done. us. And the the only thing we don't want to do is, um, n- not to sound negative, we don't want to like go to anybody's like any rich person's party mm-hmm. and be their entertainment. And we don't do this for money at mm-hmm. all. And um, largely, people have respected that. I would mm-hmm. say they get a little pushy, but um, I'd rather dance with like an 80 year old woman who sort of scared of us and, <laughs> which happens which, um, which just happens yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you've survived our serious questions, oh, and good. now it's time for the lightning round. Those oh, were those were okay. serious Very questions. Serious. Oh. Hard those hitting. were some really hot. No wonder the mayor kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> they can edit. Yeah. No, no, we're not or editing. We I, I'm not in. editing that. I'm leaving that. <laughs> the mayor did kick me out. Okay, where is your favorite place in San Francisco to get a burrito? El Farolito. Nice. Agree. What's your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? The only one that comes to mind is What's Up, Doc? Oh, we've heard that's a really yeah, good one. Yeah, we get that a lot. It's actually, it's actually a funny movie, and it's, it's true. Uh, good people, but like, I know there's another one that I'm not thinking of. Where's your favorite place in the city to get a stiff drink? Hmm, Martunis. Oh, Martunis, yes, absolutely. With the piano? Oh, only with the piano. <laughs> it's an experience all by itself. Everybody should go to Martunis. What's your favorite Christmas song? What's yours? Because yours is different than mine. It's true. Traditional, um, traditional. I like the Little Drummer Boy, mm-hmm. but he more. Does. I do. Rump a pump pump. But I like. Um, but I think "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" oh, yeah. is one. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not what I thought you'd say. Um, mine traditional would be Silver Bells. I can't Aww. explain it, but I love that song. And I'm more into modern Christmas. Like, um, I love RuPaul, and I love RuPaul's music, and he has a really great Christmas album from a couple of years ago called Christmas Queen, I think. And um, I could listen to that song every day, um, even when it's not Christmas. <laughs> the album I like to put on, and I think a lot of the songs, it's like you got to hit the notes. Yeah. Like, Oh Holy Night, it depends yeah. who's uh, singing it. Sure, you know? sure. The album I put on, and when I have people, I know they don't know what it is, and they're going to go, who is that? Is, I'm not joking, Jim Neighbors Christmas. I've heard about oh, this. It is so good. Yeah. He has such yeah. a beautiful, I mean, he has such a beautiful voice, mm-hmm. and so deep, and so strong. It's earnest, and peppy and I, I just love it you asked for one song and we gave you like a whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is a whole podcast <laughs> christmas is too big a, a topic okay back to lightning round <laughs> okay. right? i derailed us it's my fault okay. that's okay which is your favorite reindeer well i just like the sound of vixen <laughs> <laughs> perfect that's answer great answer <laughs> You have a lot of Golden Girls Christmas tree ornaments. We do. We do. Who is your favorite Golden Girl? Um, I'll let you answer. I think I have the answer that every gay man would give you, which is that we want to say Blanche, but we're really Dorothy. We're Dorothy. <laughs> I was going to say, I was hoping you were going to say Dorothy, because yeah. that's who I am. We want to say Blanche. We really do. <laughs> but we're Dorothy. And relatedly, have you seen the Golden Girls Christmas episodes at the Victoria Theater? Because I go every year, and Peter's coming with me this year. Oh, is that? Will this be your first time? My first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. So, so you're uh, yeah. Now, before I answer that, yes, we have seen it many times. We've seen it many. We've times. We've seen it back when it was in somebody's house, oh. and you just had to go in and like watch it, and. Um, it felt really fresh then. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure I feel mm. that way anymore, but it's just because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. That's all. Well, they do new episodes every year. Yes. I think that they have a, a great cast mm-hmm. right now, and it's just it's gone on so long that I think that I've maybe outgrown it, mm. but 
I love that they do it, mm-hmm. and I love that other drag queens do Golden Girls. I think we have the best troupe of Golden Girls of any drag queen. <laughs> we've seen it, we've seen it elsewhere, and this is a strong this is the best This is a strong troupe of, of girls that do it, but yes. Okay, um, last questions. When you take off the trees for the last time each year, what's mm. the first thing you do? Assuming you can say it on a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> now you can curse. No. <laughs> it's not that family-friendly, Heather. We're like in the 30th minute. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. what, do you, what would your answer be? You mean for the very last time of the season? Like Christmas Eve. Like Christmas Eve. Thank we God come. we're done. Now what? Um, it's bittersweet, I'll say that. It is. Um, but it's, it's kind like, of... Thank God I don't have to wear these fucking heels anymore. <laughs> thank God the... Um, because by the end of that 30 days of walking the city, um, thank God you don't see it in the daylight. Right now it looks fine. That thing will look like the rattiest mess of fabric. <laughs> and um, the God heels help. hurt. And anything that was padded is no longer padded because you've beaten the padding out of it. And your toes are like cramped. And <laughs> we are thankful. We are I would, so uh, happy that we did it. And the next day is more of like... <gasps> It's over. We're not doing it anymore. It's done. Yeah. And we start to like miss it immediately. Aww. But it is such a relief to take it all to, to take off the tights. Oh my god, cuz well, it's str- it's stressful given the whole picture of like our lives, you know, they're you know, we're doing things like this, we're working. Um, you know, we're trying to manage people. We're trying to fix the costumes because, you know, I snipped a wire and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, months of work gone. It takes a long time and the stress starts in the summer of like trying to do things. And we make our own postcard and there's a new sticker and, um, you know, all these things that happen. So there is a sense of relief. You're asking, I think, what, what we, the first thing we do. I'm going to say like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> and as the shoes come off, yeah, and I think it is a it's it's a sense of euphoria that kind of like just starts to shed away, and then there is a sense of like missing, mm-hmm. like that next yeah. morning when you realize, oh, I'm not, I don't we have to do go out, tonight. I don't have to go yeah. out tonight, yeah, <laughs> except go to dinner, you know, potentially, and so it's it's bittersweet, yeah. but what we love about it is that it always comes back next year. So that hope that you spoke of springs eternal. We hope we'll finish strong on Christmas Eve and we'll go to like, uh, last year we went to the city Christmas tree, which is um, pathetic. But Mm -hmm. it is a, um, could use some work. It is a big tree with a lot of lights and people came and they met with us and we danced and we had fun. And we chased And we came home and we felt around. (laughs) We we stayed in one place and they came to us and that was fun. And I think we'll probably do something like that. Something like that again. Some end up someplace where we can you know, play with people. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us and taking time oh out of your God, very pleasure. busy holiday season. Yeah, and thank you for bringing joy to San Francisco. I mean, this is uh, something we all need, and um, I think it's just such a fantastic use of your time. Oh, <laughs> it is our pleasure. We can't wait to see your you and your costume and the heels that we'll put you in. <laughs> we're going to really gay up that costume. So. Gay. I'm all right with that. We'll, we'll, we'll so work at 5 on that. I'm going to show you a video right now. We're going to we're gonna end the podcast. I'm going to show you a video, and you, you give me some tips, because uh, I'm yeah. eager to hear them. <laughs> Excellent. Mm, Excellent. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Merry Christmas, Merry San Francisco. Christmas. Sideways, and I think, hey.
Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.